Okay. No apology. The podcast, episode 28. We're here. I'm your host, Shaquille. Again, back in this thing to the left, I got my brother Chris. What to do, baby? <laughs> and we have a guest, a special, special guest to the right of me. I have my brother Tyler motherfucking Brown. You already know what's good. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? Tyler, he, he's been a part of No Apology before this rebrand, so this, to people that have been listening from the beginning, y'all going to definitely remember Tyler's voice. <laughs> Just to throw that out there for the new listeners, this is definitely going to be a good one. Big facts. Um, how y'all doing? Start it off. What's going on with y'all? How y'all feeling? Hey, man, every time I come to No Apology, I'm off a little liquor. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I got a little, you know what I'm saying, a little something hey, in my yo. system, so I'm, I'm feeling nice. <laughs> okay. He you guys do right. for the podcast. This you gotta is get social. be a good one. All right. I see. Okay. All right. So let me get social real quick. Right. What's up with you, Tyler? What's going on? I'm good, man. I feel good today. It's a good day, man. You know. It's def- definitely a good day. Um... Have y'all seen the changes with all the social media shit? Bruh. Instagram rolling out this Amazon type shop mark type shit, forcing it on us now. Bro, yes. It's it's pretty Facebook, once they bought Instagram, Instagram just got it completely out of pocket. <sighs> completely out of pocket. Like Yeah, bro. Instagram not gonna last too much longer, if we be honest. Damn. See, you think they about I, to be I don't see Instagram lasting two, three more years. Damn, that's 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 a big call out this, to make. They trying to make it too similar though. Like they want them shits to be like completely identical. All the social media sites, Facebook and Instagram, I get though because Mark Zuckerberg owns both. So yeah, Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah, they bought Instagram a while ago. So I I wasn't surprised, but I just I didn't think it was gonna be forced to that extent to where like it's on our the the bottom the main part. fucking yeah, bar and like, shit it's on the bottom now like and then i don't know if y'all notice like if you go on somebody's website from the instagram and you try to like put in a, a order but you don't buy it it'll ask if you want if they want you to save your address so what? it's like on instagram they could save your address and your card information so oh, it's nah. a, a quick transaction when you buying things through instagram so that when i saw that i was just like yo this is turning into some shit where this is not what we wanted <laughs> at nah, all. For real. Like, they're they going to have full control no matter where you go. They, it's bad enough when you go on Google and search shit, it pops up on Instagram. So I can only imagine, like, how this joint going to turn out on, on the marketplace. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's good for people to have businesses. Like, I think that's definitely a good, you know, avenue now, being as though social media was just social media just connecting with people but it's kind of getting too much now like sometimes you want to just be on social media and just being able to see some cool pictures see some people that you ain't seen in a while now you got to worry about buying stuff now on top of when you go on your laptop or your cell phone outside of social media you getting advertisements yeah (laughs) like now we getting instagram ads Constantly, man. Imagine you I, you swipe and buy something. It was this girl having a full meltdown on the Instagram because she bought a house on accident. How the <laughs> fuck you buy a house on accident, though? <laughs> like, Bro, wait, wait. She bought a house? Bro, she, she said her fingers. She was crying everything, bro. She said her fingers was greasy. She was trying to, like, exit out of Instagram, and it, it was clicking on buy. This <laughs> 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 fingers greasy. <laughs> what? Yo, bro, 
That's crazy. That's demon time right there, bro. So, moving off of Instagram, Twitter, they made even a bigger move. Out of the blue, I think it might have been, what, a Tuesday or a Monday? Yeah, bro, it was like two days ago, bro. One of them them days, bro, I just seen stories. And it was actually, it was just one story. Yeah. I saw one story from like a a popular page that I follow. And I'm like, they call it fleets, right? Yeah, they call it fleets. Like, what the fuck is a fleet, though? (laughs) Fleetwood. Fleetwood. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's an insider. But I saw that and I'm like, yo. I don't really care. Like, my whole thing with that was, like, I don't think it's one person out there that I really care to see on Instagram their stories and then to go on Twitter and check their story. Exactly. Like, I still haven't looked at one person's story since that shit happened. And I'm not saying that to say, like, I'm better than anybody. But, like, I when I thought about Twitter, I was always on Twitter to get my thoughts off and to read people and follow people that just think different. Nah, exactly, bro. Like at this point, we might as well just revamp Snapchat. Real shit, shit about to say, cause that sound like real similar, like the whole story shit. That's where you know Snapchat originated that. But the cool thing about Snapchat, you wasn't really like reposting other people's shit. It was more like a personal thing where people yeah. was getting like a more inside look at what the fuck you doing every yeah. day. Now it's just they turned in Twitter into reposting the same shit as Instagram, basically. Yeah, nah, for real. Like it, it's going like like Shaq was saying earlier, man. It's getting to the point where all social media looks exactly alike, bro. Like yeah, it's, it's sick. You was when you was thinking about just having conversations or getting your thoughts off. Twitter was the place. When you was thinking about getting the fly pics off, Instagram was the place. Yeah. When you was thinking about doing some reckless shit that you ain't really want people to see, Snapchat. Snapchat was the place. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Now it's just like we all over the place with this shit. Nah, for real. Now you gotta post shit like four different times. The same thing. Yeah. You gotta post. You gotta post your pic on Twitter. <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Yo, and they all gonna see the same thing. Bro. All gonna see the same Even with shit. Facebook got stories too, bro. Like, you got stories on see, Facebook. See, and that's the thing. Instagram, I heard Twitter. about Facebook having the stories, but bro. I've been deleting my Facebook after seeing what they're doing on Instagram now. When yeah. I saw the whole shit just changing, I was like, this is not for me. When I'm, when I'm talking to people about, yo, I'm thinking about getting a TV. And then I go on Facebook and I see a TV and the ads. TV, yep. I'm like, oh nah, I'm good, bro. I yeah, don't man. I definitely don't need none of this around me. That's what I'm saying. You can't even Google nothing without it yeah. showing up on, on Facebook yeah. and Instagram. Nah. I was I was definitely good. But right now, even with the pandemic, I think they had a perfect opportunity to make these social media sites more friendly for humanity. It was a perfect opportunity for them to educate people on how powerful these shits really are. And now it's just getting worse. Now they're just brain feeding us not only the shopping shit and buying shit, but now it's we're going to do everything that the other one's doing to, so y'all, so we can get y'all attention now. Yeah. Like, just like in Social Dilemma. I, I was just about to say that, bro. It, it all ties back into a Social Dilemma, John. Even back when um the Black Mirror episode that came out two years ago on the... Uh, like, it, it was pretty much talking about, like, Mark Zuckerberg and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where, you know, like, they still use Mark Zuckerberg as the face of Facebook, but he's no longer the engineer behind what's going on, man. You know, when he originally created Facebook, none of this was his intentions. Right. You know, he, um granted, even though he may have stole something here and there, 
like you know stole some software like when he created it he was just creating it just to connect people exactly who like i'm pretty sure you know mark zuckerberg 12 15 years ago wasn't was never picturing facebook being like the downfall of society or even like Social media being a downfall of society, you got to think back back in when MySpace was popping, mm-hmm. nobody ever thought, you know, we're going to get addicted to all this so much one day that, you know, we detach ourselves from society. Right. You know, so. And he, he said, not to cut you off, Mark, he said that, because he did like a, uh, like, I think it was like a court appearance he did earlier this week. Yeah. And he was being questioned about things. And they are, these social sites, they're always going through these, um, I guess you could... I guess you call it like briefings or I forgot the word for it, that, that court process that they go through. But they have that annual process where they get asked questions in court and they asked him if he thought like social media was was addictive. And he kind of was always backtracking to like what the original purpose of it was. Yeah. And he said that he never really had any full proof that it is addictive and just to see that and hear that response from him after the social dilemma, like it rubbed me the wrong way. And even looking back, I'm not sure how how, how familiar y'all are with uh, Steve Jobs, but Steve Jobs was asked that question during the Apple shit when that whole shit came out, and they asked him like, "Yo, do your do your kids uh, use this technology like with the Apple and shit?" And he was like, "Nah, like we have a, a scheduled time where they're on their technology, but we don't just allow them to just freely use this shit." Absolutely. He knew the power of it. You know what I'm saying? This is the creator of Apple. And you know what? With, with people that's making these these things, like, you know, as far as in the technology industry, they're never a user of their product. At least not in the way that we are. That, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, they create boundaries where, you know, <clears throat> I don't even think Mark Zuckerberg has a Facebook page or an Instagram page. You know, like, even when, like, the guy, Tom created MySpace, he created it, but he never used it. Right. You feel me? So they create these things for people to get like more attached. Be- but they also understand that, listen, if you want this too much, it has these type of effects. And that's why they don't use it as much. They can't tell people how to use their uh, social social sites. Right. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, I created Facebook and it might be addicting. But I, I'm not about to tell you how to use it. Like I, know, <laughs> I tell I know, you to get addicted to yeah, what type like, of shit. Like I, I know, tell you I know to smoke crack. To, I know not to be on this bitch an hour, two hours a yeah. day. Like I, I got common sense. But if you want to be on there 15 hours a day, that's your prerogative. That's, I can't, that's definitely. Yeah. But like, the way I they do it is so it's so targeted though too, bro. Like the way they send you fucking notifications about other people doing shit. Yes, like yo. why the fuck do I give a fuck about somebody else commenting bro, on shit? Like yeah. what the hell that shit got to do with me? Off. Yeah, just turned, to, just yeah, to make you pick your phone up and, and look at your phone and now that might lead you to some other shit. So now you on your phone for like the next 10, 15 minutes. Yes, bro. And that shit be real too because we don't give a fuck what they talking about but the fact you got a notification now you're going to want to go on your phone and like just look at other shit. Like all that I shit be tactical. Like none of that shit comes to my phone. Yeah, Like bro. on my lock screen. None I of that had, shit comes to my lock screen. I had to turn that shit off, yo. None of that shit comes to my notification center. Like now, if somebody mentions me on something, or like, cause that like I got a podcast, so like if somebody mentions me or like says something to post, I know it's podcast related because I'm not yeah. like in the club or nothing. Nobody <laughs> mentioning me like holding a bottle, so like I want to get that so I can repost it. But other than that, like I'm not getting notifications when a motherfucker like my picture. Like I don't give a fuck. I'll nah. I'll see that when I actually log on. But yeah. that shit like that, it's like. We don't even know, like, we don't even take into accountability, like, we are addicted to this shit, bro. Yeah, man. Like, and it's so easy, like, they throwing this 
market shit on Instagram quick. Like, just knowing, like, yo, nobody gonna say nothing about it. Like, we be good. Nobody gonna do nothing about it. And like, the, that shit is just weird, bro. And the, the thing about the market, John, is it has the same model as, like, Pinterest. Yes. So now, like, you're... Yes. If you wasn't addicted enough to your explore page, now you're on the market completely. But you like, might as well in. just... If, honestly, you might as well stay on Pinterest, though, because Pinterest has a yeah. better... It's, it's a better look yeah. on Pinterest. Well, it, it's it's aesthetically pleasing. That's, yeah. It's that's a the better whole point look. at Pinterest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You feel me? Like, they, they want better. you... Yeah. But that's the thing with Pinterest. They said that a social dilemma. You know, they want you to be sucked in. That's how Tumblr used to be back in the day. Nah, that's a fact. People used yeah, to be addicted to Tumblr, bro. Yeah, you spend your whole day on Tumblr just looking at pictures. Nah, that's <laughs> looking at mad different shit. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> looking like a fucking alligator out of nowhere and shit. That like, ass, bro. Like, <laughs> and that, that was before Instagram uh, was really up heavy. like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, so when you really wanted to look at some, some ill-ass yeah, pictures, man, you was on you Tumblr. Look, if you wanted to look at pics, it was Tumblr. You yeah, know, if you wanted to shit. look at videos, you go on Vine. And that, that's a lot what uh, Shaq was saying too, where every app had like its uniqueness to it, had their their niche basically. You feel yeah. me? Where you could go on there, you know, this is what they're known for. But once all these shit start to look alike, it's like, what the fuck, bro? The Not problem is, it's, it's too easy to get our attention now, so they're focused on <laughs> stories now. Yeah, everything is revolved around stories. Every social media platform has stories now because everybody wants to show what they got or show what they doing. Oh, I'm doing this today. Let I, me show this. I think like, the biggest thing is like it, 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 the stories and shit because you can post them and they go away. That's yes, like that yeah. was the biggest thing with yes. Snapchat and shit, where shit would just disappear and you ain't got to worry about it no more. Like, and, and that's what every fucking social media aspect is trying to gauge the audience to where you can post your shit on here and it'll go away. <laughs> Have y'all been watching the Twitter stories though since it came out? Like nah. what? Are, what are people? Uh, I tuned in just to see. Nah. Like, what yo, what's posting? the difference? It's no. the same shit as Instagram, the bro. Same shit? The same exact shit as Instagram. There's well, no see, difference, my, bro. My Twitter hasn't updated yet, so I don't, oh. I don't get the stories yet. Thank God. Well, I'm gonna keep it a hundred, and this is about to be a little rated R for the any kids that's listening. <laughs> um. So after that shit changed with the stories, you know, everybody, everybody has an OnlyFans now, and even if they, if you don't follow people. You see people like retweeting shit and all this stuff. So when that whole shit with the the uh, the stories came out on Twitter, the girls on OnlyFans started getting real creative. Cause oh, a, a girl on Twitter that I saw, I don't follow her, but mm-hmm. I saw somebody retweet her shit. She had her legs wide open, and her <laughs> her OnlyFans name she had it around her ass. Oh man, come on, <laughs> like. When you talking about promotion, bro, Ooh. like they're going to that extent <laughs> on Twitter, bro. Like hey, on bro. Twitter, like hey. that is what every there's nothing good on these platforms, bro. And I'm like respect to the sex workers or like <laughs> to the sex workers or the much, people, much whatever, whatever. Like you know, the OnlyFans community calls themselves, but like that is really what all this shit is. Is all just a trigger to whatever addiction that you have, bro. Absolutely. Like I, I actually try to give myself time periods to not be on my phone, bro. Like you'll never catch me on my phone if I'm in the crib, two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning on social media. Cause yeah. what the fuck am I on there for? Just scrolling. And I'm not saying that to say I'm better than anybody. Just Cause scrolling. a lot of times when you t- start talking about shit that everybody does, mm-hmm. and you the outcast, people look at you like, oh, what you think you better than me or something like that? Fuck no. But it's fucking annoying seeing everybody just looking like zombies out here. Nah, for real, man. Like literally looking like zombie. You can't even have I a conversation agree. with people. I'm a I'm a victim to that sometimes too, man. Even though I because it's I, easy though. I, I it's work easy. I work off my phone, so there'll yeah. be times where you know if I'm not booking somebody, 
I might be, you know, just scrolling or even texting. So then, like, a few hours go by. And I'm <laughs> hours, <doing>. yo. <laughs> and hours you don't even know. You don't even think about it, yo, bro. bro. Like, that's real what I'm shit. saying, though. Like, I'm well, not saying that to criticize nobody, though, because, like I said, it's a, it, you got to... T- you gotta hold it, hold yourself accountable because a lot of us don't know that we even trapped in that shit. Definitely, definitely, and they, you, you know, it's all about self awareness, man. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't have that, or you know, but like have- Tyler said though, man, like you you use the shit for business. People use the shit for for purposes actually beneficial to them. So that's why a reason you're gonna be on your device most of the time right. for entertainment. I mean, it comes a chance where you gotta split your business and your entertainment. But if you're using your social media device or your phone in general, and that's your your biggest money getter, and you, that's your means of communication, I can understand that shit. But it do get addicting to the point where. That should lead to some to, to other shit, to other shit, to other yeah, shit. Absolutely. Not. So you <laughs> was on Instagram now. Then you get off there. You gotta check your Twitter now. Then you gotta check your Facebook. Then exactly. Like then now, you gotta figure out what picture you about to post. Now like. you gotta text. Now you gotta text some people back. Yeah. Like, like, now you, that's what I'm saying, bro. You on that joint all day. Yeah, like. bro. It's bro. Like and that that ties into like you know what I was saying. Actually, that that ties into like. What y'all was saying last episode, man, where you know yeah, that's a good segue. People people create their own like not create, but like if you if you have an ideology and you think a certain way, your social media is gonna to navigate towards that and only show you, you know, certain things right. that, you know, cater to your ideology, bro. Right. Like, whatever you thinking, whatever you liking, whatever all that shit. that's you get stuck in your world and you know, anytime where something comes or somebody says something that's not in the realm of what you thinking or how you feeling, you 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 feel some type of way about that, man. Right. Like, you know, we we gotta you gotta step outside ourselves. Of course, and even like to piggyback off of that, like the feedback that we kind of got <laughs> from the last episode, we sounded kind of biased being men when we was talking about uh, the like the relationship shit, certain things that kind of stuck out. Uh, mainly, what I was saying about not wanting to date women that didn't have a father in their life. And I just want to like, just be clear on things that I was saying and Chris was saying as well. I don't want anybody to take offense to what we were saying because at, at the end of the day, even with my perspective alone on like not wanting to date women that don't have a father in their life, that's just my experience and my my own preference. Like I know there's a lot of women out there, like if that if the shoe don't fit with what I was saying, don't like let that shit fly. But like, there is a lot of females that act a certain way and they act according to, you know, lack thereof. You know what I'm saying? The lack of not having a father. So that my whole perspective on that was just really based on experience. Right. So um, what else? What else was they? Oh, when you was talking about <laughs> when you said. Cheating is worse for a girl to cheat because she got to open her legs. That's biased, yeah. Of <laughs> course, yeah, like, of course, I'm be biased. Like, you know, so kind of got it. Kind of gave us some feedback on that. Yo, I start, I start like, dying I when you said that, bro. I, go hold you. <laughs> I was in the car cracking up, bro. <laughs> Tweaked out with that one. I mean, shit. Like that's how we feel. I mean, it is what hey. it is. And another thing that that was a uh, a good point that was made was a girl. You know, us wanting a girl, not wanting, but just. Not caring if a girl posts on social media because they do certain things on social media where they might want, I mean, we might want other people to know that they have a dude because they might be ha- having bathing suit pictures, shit like that. Yeah. But the girl was like, um, 
they have that same thing with us. They have that same mindset with us where, like, we, we may not want to post our girl all the time because then our girl kind of becomes a target. So she was saying that girls shouldn't really feel like they have to do that in the in a sense because they don't want other girls trying to talk to their dude. Exactly. And yeah. I understood I mean, that. I get that to an extent, you know. I mean, you really, like, you really shouldn't have to explain yourself why yeah. you do or don't post, you know, your significant other. You know, that's really nobody else's fucking business, man. You know, yeah. people just want to be nosy and you going to cater to her or you not. So, yeah. Pretty much. you know, like, if you got a significant other you've been with all these years and you ain't posting them, hey, listen, more power to you. If you posting them all the time. More power to you. That's just more pictures you're going to have to delete later, but, you know. <laughs> and, and really, God forbid. Either, that shit yeah. don't even really mean nothing. Like, it you post your significant other or not, if, if sis going to get at it bro, doesn't. she going to get at bro regardless, exactly. bro. Like, like, it's people <laughs> out here. Listen, I'm not going to incriminate anybody, but it's people out here that, like, got full relationships. The person is posted on a page, and they still out here tweaking. Tweaking. Regardless. So, like. Whatever Listen. works for you, like, that's what works for you. But I was just saying, like, I don't see it as it being wrong or, like, we, we kind of look at women to kind of post they guy more often than the dude yeah. would because that's just what girls do. And that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying, even them using social media different, like, they're more prone to get that attention from the opposite sex than we would. So I just, that's just how, why I felt like, oh, all right, well, that's cool. I feel like that that should be a thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't see nothing really wrong with it, but to each his own, to each her own, you know, regardless, like y'all said. Listen, <laughs> live your life, drink your cucumber water, and mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really all that, you know, you could really add to that. Listen, so would you compromise your happiness for a success in a relationship? Like, is that something y'all would ever do? Would I compromise my happiness for mm -hmm. my relationship? Compromise, yeah, your happiness, oh, your success. Compromise is a strong word because yeah. I feel like compromise comes with the relationship. It does. But then happiness is a strong word because happiness yeah, is something you need every day. You feel me? Like, yeah, and I don't that's wanna, what keeps you going. I don't want to like move the question around too much because you did ask the question for what it is. Yeah, man. But it's kind of like... What am, what do you mean compromise my hap like cuz at the same time like I ain't compromising my happiness for nobody. Listen. But relationships is about give or take, you feel me? Like yeah. say if you know waiting on your partner to do something with their lives isn't making you happy but you want to be with that person. Okay. So would you would you compromise, you know, that that momentary period of unhappiness for the longevity of it? So before we answer that do y'all believe in a happy life, happy wife, or a happy world, happy girl mentality? Do y'all believe in that? Nah, I think I think it's give or take on both ends. I ain't never heard that second one before. The fuck you say? You said happy world, happy world, happy girl, happy world, happy girl, happy girl, happy world. Shit, I ain't never heard that one. No, I hear what you're saying. Happy wife, happy. It's for people who ain't married, but. Nah, fuck all that, man. Happy happiness gotta go both ways, man. Exactly, like, bro. Like, if she happy, should I gotta be happy too? And that's <laughs> that's how I'm coming. And that's exactly how I feel. Cause I, I'm, it's it's a bunch of miserable men right now in this world that's married. You know, a lot, just, bro. And it's it's sad though. It's like I'm not living my life like that. Yeah, I cannot. Nah. You have to. <laughs> yeah, you nah. have to have some sort of happiness in your life, man. Like, you have. 
we live in a world where you know they they say it's a man's world, but it's everything is catered to the woman. You feel me? So like, Mother's Day is glorified way more than Father's Day. You know, when you're thinking about a marriage, you're thinking about you know is the bride happy? Is who gives a fuck about the groom on his day? Yeah, so, but to kind of like play devil's advocate on that too, because I when I talked to my girl about it, she was saying like it's not. Always to the extent of what we're thinking, like, of mm. course, yeah, y'all want y'all happiness too, but I feel like, in a sense, if your girl's not happy and y'all going at it, you don't really care about your girl if that shit don't affect your day yeah. or your, your, your week when you at work and shit like that. That, that is very true. So I, yeah, think, true. I think that's what it means where, like, if your girl or your wife is happy, your life is happy. I think it's part of it is that extent, but the... If it's a general statement and you just saying happy life, happy wife type shit, I'm on the same page as y'all. Like, nah, uh, I, I need to be happy too. Because if I'm not happy, I can't make nobody else happy. Period. Yeah, man. Like, you just going to be, you know, floating around miserable. You're going to be a robot for the, the remainder of your life. And nobody wants to live like that, man. So, with that being said, I mean, y'all didn't answer the, y'all didn't answer the question with, you know, Answering that question that we asked. I guess that was kind of just to test the temperature in the room. Absolutely. But the actual question of compromising my happiness to to for the success of my relationship. If I could if I could be at a point where I'm compromising my happiness to the point where I am content and, and feel comfortable in my relationship. Yeah, I might, you know what I'm saying, still be with it, rock with you or whatever, but to compromise my happiness to the extent where I'm unhappy and I'm still talking to you, but we're still like in a relationship. Yeah. No, nah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't I couldn't do that. That that just wouldn't make sense because at that point I'm really just acting, I'm pretending from my perspective of it. Yeah, wasn't wasn't it a uh wasn't it an interview with uh, James Baldwin and the I can't remember the other woman's name where you know she was saying, as a, as a lover you gotta pretend you know you 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 pretend all day in the face of the, of the white man and the people that you know. Oh yeah, I seen yeah. that shit, bro. That yeah, shit man. That, she said, why you, break that down? Why don't you lie to me? She, she said you lie. She said you she lie, said, to, you lie you, to your you, man you, at work every exactly, day. Exactly. Like you lie you, to your boss. You pretend for him and you act like everything shit okay. Come why not come home to me and lie to me exactly. and make me feel okay? She said, why do I gotta get the 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 that's short real, end yeah. of the stick. See, but see, that listen, shit different. See, listen, that's it's see, a fact though. But see, that is a fact hold though. Hold on, because I don't know about y'all, but I ain't the type of worker to be acting like shit is all good. I speak my, I, just like I speak my mind on this podcast, and a couple of my coworkers gonna be listening to this. They know I speak my mind at work too. That's what so. Man. I that what she was saying. I feel her because I know it's a definitely. But lot she of was people. talking about past, like yeah. back in the day, like yeah, yes yeah. sir, I feel yes sir, that, type but shit. It's, you feel it's me? Still, people like that now, though. It's still some relevance to this day. If you working it's at an office now. and you were working a, a job where it's an office, you you really gonna be acting like shit good. You know what I'm saying exactly, you know, because you need that paycheck. But yeah. at the end of the day, don't go home to the person that you supposedly love the most, and then you know you treating them like shit because you had a shitty day. Yeah, or you know you're not happy with your day. Go home in the same way you pretending that work that you was happy and you was cool. Go home. And you know, pretend everything's good when you get home, man. You know, right? But now, nah, I do think, like, as a man, we do compromise some shit we want to say sometimes. Like, sometimes we can't always get the shit off our chest that 
we want to fairly say because we don't know how our significant other is going to take it. Sometimes you don't always need to, man. Sometimes yeah. shit just don't need to be said. Like, even, just because you think it don't need don't mean it always need to be said. And that's something I think where even nowadays that's getting lost in translation with social media. You know, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say at any point of the day, and, and people think you know you that's how life works. But even bringing that, like, and let's not talk. We're gonna build on that topic too. I don't want to go far off, but I think what you, when you saying with that, it's like you gotta know who you're with. Absolutely. Like, you got you gotta know who you're with because in the event, and I heard somebody say this before, but like in the event, like you the type of person that you're an eco friendly type of person. Like you don't you, you eco protect the world, love the world. <laughs> You can't talk to a girl that likes plastic and buying plastic and everything. <laughs> like, you got to be with somebody that is, you know, aligned to your morale. So I think a lot of times when it comes to the translation, you got to know, like, the girl you with ain't going to really be able to handle how you talk to everybody else outside of your relationship. Exactly. And that ain't nothing easy because I'm sure we all still learning that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Being man. young men, like. Alpha males, like everybody's not an alpha male, so they don't really understand that context of it. Like, like it's not just us arguing and bickering with our girls, but it's just us trying to like say how we feel and we just strong about it. Yeah, you can't always come that strong, like y'all saying is that that we lost in that translation of how to communicate because how I feel, everybody is kind of in a sense of not really trying to solve problems, but it's just like. All right, well, who winning and who losing this argument? Who the loudest? Yeah, yeah. who the loudest and who about to win this argument? It ain't really to yeah, solve man. the it issue. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's one thing where you know arguments be arguments are ego filled most of the time. You yeah. you know you argue, man. Sometimes you got to put your ego aside and actually listen to understand and not listen to respond. You feel me? Like yeah. one thing that you can learn from a woman is how to articulate your emotions and your feelings because they want to talk. They want to talk about their feelings. All they they want to know detail by detail how you feeling. Yeah, you, scared, you know, and nah. as a man, you like nah. I, I ain't trying to say shit right now. I don't even want to talk to you. Yeah, you're <laughs> nah, tell me what you feeling. Like you, so you're like talking. that's and that's that's another thing too, man. You women know, just sexier with how they just say shit to you. Yeah, like, bro. Even if they are yes. mad at you and they don't yell at you, like they just know how to say that shit to make you be. And if you really got a good girl, like. And she she say like some shit that she not gonna tolerate. Like you gonna be like, oh shit, I gotta change what the fuck I'm doing because I'll fuck around and lose this girl. Like yeah. if you really know like you got a good girl, like yeah. they just say shit different. And I think men we just kind of behind on that. And it's not to say that we like bad people, but it's just like that ego driven that yeah, that, that ego driven mindset that we have, where it's like. We just thinking to come in and conquer shit, like yeah, take over. Like, it's my shit. Like, but that's yeah, like that's the alpha male mentality, man. You, yeah, you know, you not even your ego, man. It's just by nature, like you just not, you know, you're not, you're not talking. You, you competing. Fighting. Yeah, yeah you like compete. You, you, it's it's competition at times too. Even in the argument, like you want to be the person that has the last word and say, okay, I completely said what I needed to say. She yeah. got what the fuck I was saying. She heard what I said. And that's it. I got my I, words I, out. And that's it. You don't give a fuck what she, she heard, said. She heard the words came out my mouth. Yeah. Like, exactly. You ain't listening to nothing she said the whole conversation. No, but but I know she, she heard when me. When she heard what you said, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we got to get out of that. We got to. But I think that is the compromise, though. Not, and like, that, is, that is the compromise. Because you, you're not only compromising the argument, you're compromising yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
what you really want to say, man. Like you, like I'm saying, bro, you get, just gotta, you gotta constantly date the person you with, man. You gotta constantly learn new ways to get around, not even like their shell, but get around yourself, man, and and, and do things differently. Like life is ever revolving, and it's like, say if say if you're evolving and your significant significant other isn't in the way that they said they would, like. How long would you wait before you know? Like, how how long would you wait for your significant other to get their shit together before you like, you know what? This is like taking too long. I'm not with this right now. Like, we gotta end this relationship. Because mm. women do it all the time. If a man don't have his shit together, when a woman wants you to have your shit so together, she's like fucking. A, give lead. me like an A and B. Give me like a this right, and so, this or this and this. Give me like a. All right. So say if. You and your girl been dating. No, nah, not that. Give me like a time frame, cause like, like a time saying, frame. Oh, so like, like, all right, so like, would oh, you wait? Would you wait? Like would a you wait B. between like you know, one to three years, or would you wait like four years plus? Like how long? How long would you wait to get to wait until you know they get themselves established? What you saying? What Absolutely. You okay. Damn. Oh, yeah, man. That's a tough one, bro. Cause the, I'm the I'm the type of person before I answered it, and it's really relative to the person that you with because it's people that might take longer to make things happen, but you know at some point when they make it happen, that shit gonna click. Exactly. Whereas somebody else that might be taking long, once they taking long enough, you know, like all right, they not about to do shit forever. Like, <laughs> so I think it's relative for me. You know, I don't really, I don't really try to talk to people that don't have things going on for themselves, right? Or women, to to be specific. So I don't, I wouldn't give them a one to three time frame per se. So I guess to cut it in half, I say like three and a half, maybe. Right. Three what about half. you, Chris? Would you? Uh, proper planning. You feel me? Leads. <laughs> Whatever the fuck the quote say. You feel yeah, me? Like yeah. if I'm building with you, and I can tell that. You're making strides towards becoming that bigger self that I see you as. And I can see, you know, constant movements of the intelligence you're doing. You're learning new shit. You're trying to better yourself. I'll string along for up to four plus years if if I see an improvement, though. But if we just flatline and it's like nothing changing, I'm trying, I'll keep elevating and I'm trying to bring you with me. I got to remind you, like, what you you doing? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then then I'm going to cut that shit off after the first year. If we make it to a year. Yeah, because I gotta see some shit from you. Gotta motivate me, myself, and I. Like, and I think that's the biggest thing that a woman does for for a man is they they bring them to their higher self. So if you're not motivating me, you're not making me want to be better, or you know what I'm saying, put me at a higher standard than what I see myself as. Then what's really your purpose? You feel me? See, like, and I, I love that you said that too, man. Because I did a survey on this, and it's um, it's crazy because a lot more men. Wait, how do you feel before you get into the survey? Oh, yeah, before, before I get into the survey, man, for me, man, I got to I gotta say, honestly, I'll wait, I'll wait like four or five years, but, like, if we're getting to the point where, like, because I'm I'm goal-driven. Yeah. I'm very goal-driven, yeah. man. I, if I'm not working to the, like, next big step, I, like, get depressed, man. So, like, I need somebody who's moving like that because you, like, say if I'm out here doing all these caterings on, all over the U.S., you're not going to feel a, a way when you don't see me like that because you working on yourself. You're achieving your goals. I'm achieving my goals. You're going to respect the grind a little bit different versus somebody 
who isn't grinding like you are. You feel right, me? Right. Like you can't really you can't really preach grind to somebody who doesn't have it in them. Right. So I'll I'll wait a little while, but like after a certain point, it's like you know, nah, this ain't really going where I thought it was because at the at the end of the day, I still got goals that I want to like you know. As men, we want to start families. We want to, you know, we want to have kids. We want to settle down yeah. by certain time frames in our lives. And if we get closer to that that point where we we wanted to set our goal and it's not happening, it's like, all right, yeah, now nah, I'm gonna have to get out of here because that's slowing us down. Then yeah, mm-hmm. like now now you setting me back, but then like flip the switch. A woman won't wait no four or five years. Well, get mm-hmm. into the survey. For yeah, me. so you made yeah. this survey on Instagram with. And you was asking women, women first women. Yep. and then men. So women, women, all it was 98% of women said they will only wait one to three years. And a few women actually DM'd me and was like, I'm not waiting no longer than one year. You feel Dang. me? So women are very like, are like I guess because like men are supposed to be the providers. They're like, yeah, you need to, you're providing or you're not. Whereas men, we're more patient. You know, we're more lenient with certain stuff like that. You know, as men, we, we're supposed to be the leaders of the family. You know, other. I don't want to say the relationship because not all men wear the pants in their relationship. But you know, you, <laughs> you have a certain point where you're just like, that's a fact. You know, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take charge and I'm, I'm going to wait this out to see what she does with this time frame where women aren't waiting like that. You know, oh, that's real. no woman is about to date you for five years and you ain't got no five year plan. That's real. That's like, real. she, she want to know on the first date she asking you, what the fuck are we doing? Where are we taking this? What what is just they ask you the first date, what's your five year plan? They sizing you up day one. See, I think I think Tudo kinda like the, the idea of relationships and shit. I think we gotta change that shit. Like the titles and the roles, like thinking that you gotta just make your girl like cook clean and work and all that shit. That, like that's dead. that shit gotta be out the window. And I think a lot of young guys like us we don't need to be driven by the women that are more prone to be dependent on us. Cause mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys, they won't ever admit it, but I think a lot of men would rather have a woman that's dependent on them. So they feel more empowered. But when you have that independent woman, she going to push you right. more than, more than a, a dependent woman would. And then at the point when you're with an independent woman, it's a team effort. So now you can't come in on your on no ego shit thinking like, well, I did charge. this. Yeah, this that, is, I did. This. I started this. That's what Chris was saying though, man. Like you know, you got to have somebody that's you know standing beside you rather than behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, you need somebody that's going push you to to get to your next goal. Like Denzel often said, like you know, and in a few interviews he was saying, you know, his wife was the biggest force behind him. Man, Denzel said he wouldn't him or his son. Wouldn't achieve half the stuff that they did if it wasn't for the wife. You mm-hmm. feel me? And the, and a lot of people think the wife played the background. She was standing beside him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I think as men with ambition and a man that wants to do something with his life, who has plans on you know breaking generational curses and and br- transcending you know wealth down to the next generation, you need somebody like that. Having somebody who's kind of lackadaisic on their goals is only going to set you back, you know. And you don't know how many years. You know, you might thinking, you know, I'm going to wait five years. Now it's 10, 15 years down the road. You still standing in the same spot thinking, damn, they're going to do this shit tomorrow. I, I'm going to wait out a little bit longer, you know. It's a it's a bunch of married couples like that, man. You know, they be 
they'll wait 20 years for their partner to do something they said they was going to do year one. Yeah, real shit. And it never happens. So, like. I think one of the uh, the sexiest thing a woman can actually do is is tell break me the fuck down. Tell me what's wrong with me and tell me what the fuck I need to do. Fully shit. read you. Fully read me to the point where I don't want you just to be a, a yes sir, like good shit, bro. Like you feel me? Like always telling me I'm what I'm doing is right. I need right. that critique. Tell me when I'm wrong. Tell me you feel me what I yeah. could do better from an outside perspective. And that, that's the biggest thing we as men need. We don't need our women to always you know, say everything is good, is right. Like, everything we're doing is right. We need a yeah. woman that's going to tell us when we're wrong. You don't need a yes, man. You don't. You don't need nah, that at it, all. That's it, not going to achieve. That's going to make relationship grow, I that's would say. Gonna, that's, gonna that's just going to feed your ego. She's not doing anything conducive to the growth of you at that point. If she's just telling you yes to everything, man. You know, you need somebody that's going, nah, nah. You know, when, you, when you're making this play, you fucking up right here. Yeah. As soon as you step right here, that's a fuck up. I need you to like polish, polish up. <laughs> Real shit. You need somebody, that's what I'm saying, bro. You need like if you driven, bro. You need somebody moving how you moving because they gonna call you out on your bullshit, man. Like, but even like you said with the y'all talking about calling out and like telling when you wrong. Just even a tip out there, like for people that are in relationships, like you don't always have to do that when shit is rough. Yeah, you right. can do that when things is perfectly fine. Like, yeah. Y'all just out enjoying yourself. Hey, babe, you know, that other day when we was talking about this or when this happened, like, you know, things could have went different if this could have happened. Or, exactly. Like, it don't always have to be you saying that I did something wrong when we argue because then that comes off a little As, bit different. Yeah, because yeah, when, you, when, you, when you're doing that, when it's in an argument now, I'm not receiving it the way I should because it's an argument. I'm, and that goes both ways. That's yeah. not just for women. That goes for us, too, because we probably Absolutely. do that shit, too. Yeah. Absolutely. See, like, you need to... But that that all ties into self awareness, man. Of course, that ties into self awareness. You got to be in a certain place mentally where you know you're ready to give and receive that mentally. A lot of a lot of people can't handle somebody critiquing them, yeah, whether nah. in an argument or not, whether you in a good space or not. You don't. I know people that fold the minute you tell them some shit about themselves. Nah, for real. Oh, that's all you feel for real? Yeah. Nah, fuck it. You hating? Like yeah. hating? I'm trying to help you out. And like like you said, self awareness is key because when you know yourself. And the people around you, you know when certain people coming to you, you know it's a place, it's coming from a good place, and it's coming from a place of love. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's coming from a place of wanting to see you be better than what you are now. Like Exactly. And I think we have that, and I'm not to tie everything back to social media, but I just think like with social media, it just kind of like scatters our brains to the point where we don't even know who the fuck we are because we're trying to be what other people are and do what other people doing on social media every day. Like I never get caught up on when, cele- when I see celebrities doing shit, Hell cause nah. that's their job. They're celebrities. They're supposed to be doing shit. Like it's literally their job to do shit. They are there to influence people to do. That's why they rappers get paid so much money. And exactly. even to tie that into this conversation, let's not get caught up on rappers and seeing all these rappers sing- uh, single and, rich and throwing all this money around and shit a lot of the successful like you brought up denzel like a lot of the successful men you know have a strong woman behind them and it may not be presented into the public like that but those who know they know exactly i mean they know exactly like a lot of these a lot of these uh rappers actors you know that are considered sex symbols they be in relationships 
they be married. <laughs> yeah. Real shit. They be bro, like they be they be married in real life. Like you know, so like you know, you trying to move like them, not knowing that they got somebody right next to them moving how they move. Like right. perception, perception is and it isn't reality, man. You know, you social media helps us build up these false bubbles around us, and we got these false realities. But step outside yourself, learn yourself, and build yourself. And the minute you start working on that. The right person gonna fall in place, man. Everything is gonna fall in place. Right. So, to answer the, this question, I'm assuming that we, we all, depending on the circumstances, we would compromise our happiness if for a good cause. Mm-hmm. And then, or what we think is a good cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to piggyback off the set, the the second topic. We we give we give our partners enough time as men, you know, because we just know how, you know, the effort that goes into creating, you know, whatever it is you want to do and things like that. And I think that's just an important, you know, a little perspective being as though it's three men here giving the same perspective and seeing it from the aspect of women being a little bit more you know, urgent on what what you what you doing? What, yeah. What's the time frame? And they not they not they not a hundred percent wrong there neither because women are at a at a stage now where they're building their own businesses and they don't really need men. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, so they're a they're at sight. a point where like you either doing something or you doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I think it's it's definitely important for them to keep like how you said like First date, yo, what's your, what's your plan? Like, like yeah, like let's get saying? to it. Let's man. get to, let's figure this shit out. Shoot, I, I ain't go, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. I, I was watching girlfriends, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, listen, girl, Joan broke up with somebody like almost every other episode, bro, because they wasn't moving how she wanted them to move, and like, it's a lot of women out here moving like Joan. Is that that was the one that uh, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy yeah, Tracy played? Ellis okay. Ross, yeah, man, you know, and she was looked at as like the the. The B I T C H of the of the show, right? She was the bougie yeah. one, yeah. She was definitely yeah, she bougie was, one. She was she was she was the mother of her friend group. Okay, you know so, but she had like she was in like ten different relationships in that show, bro. Word, like women don't wait. They not they not waiting for you to get your shit together for real, for real. Like if you ain't moving, how they need you to move? It's hasta la vista. So um, a lot of music dropped too to to kind of close things out, I guess. Um, but hold Gucci. on, though. Did y'all catch the, 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 the Gucci and Jeezy, though? Oh, yeah. Y'all ain't really Gucci and Jeezy fans. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know how y'all's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I mean. Was it the best verses yet? Definitely the best verses. We ain't got to drag this verses. out because we already 45 in. But, like, <laughs> long story long for me, for on my end of, of this, you know I mean, I think we got exactly what we knew we were gonna get. For me, I already got what I what I needed before I even saw this. I knew what I was gonna get. <laughs> like, I already knew like Gucci was gonna be flyer than Jeezy. So you know I what I'm saying? Like, and his his classics was gonna be hitting and Jeezy just had regular I mean not regular. He had bigger songs that were just classics globally that was just gonna ring off more than that street shit. That's what I knew going into it. Yeah. So but hearing the truth, you know what I'm saying, the first time with Jeezy being next to him, that shit was just crazy to me. I didn't know what was about to happen. 
So after, how, how you feel uh, Gucci was coming like by even doing that, like still stringing up the pass? I'm glad. I'm glad he did that. Face. I'm glad uh, Gucci was doing that. Like, granted, the situation was like, yo, your boy tried to kill me, and I like got the best of your boy. But like, I'm glad he did that because after what Jeezy said to him about being like, you know, a grown man and moving how he was moving, Gucci stopped talking really for the rest of the uh, verses. Yeah, he did. He, he definitely he really got had told off. To say because it's like, yeah, you know what? I am being childish. In front of millions right now. Yeah, millions of but people. I think watching. for the for the the vibe of the of the verses, they have so much history that you gotta let that song ring off because yeah. that's a song that kind of started or created this verses even being a thing. Like yeah. and for the people that was saying, like, yo, why he doing this? Why he not over that? Like, we can't really tell a man how to feel when this person that's sitting right next to you sent a hit out for you and you killed his homie. And now you in front of him now, like still alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it's, it's, I couldn't tell somebody how to get over that shit. Niggas was calling, uh, niggas was coming crazy at Jeezy. Like, he a bitch for even bringing a nigga in that type of environment. You feel me? Right. Like, but I mean, looking, looking at I that from that, that perspective. You nah, feel you're me? like, Freddie Gibbs said some shit Freddy, about Freddy that. Oh, oh, so how, how the fuck can you even bring that nigga around you type shit? Yeah, like, knowing that he killed your homie. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that, but I, I I respect Jeezy for being a bigger person. Yeah, cause like nigga said, it's been in the game twenty years now. Bitch, if niggas was going to get killed or touched and got shit, would already happen. Gucci done did a bid, came back home, still talking about the same old street shit. Like yeah, the man. shit, the conversation needed to be had in person in front of millions like this. Cause at a point, Jeezy's like, "Fuck everybody in the room, nigga. Let me talk to you on some street shit." Yeah, man. Like I mean, I, it was necessary. That way, you ain't gotta go in a hundred interviews asking the same questions over and over a week. We did this shit in front of y'all. You know, there's no more questions to be asked. But to get into kind of veer off to the, the music side of shit, I think this was more of a clout thing for Jeezy because this was a, a rollout for his album. His album. Oh, but they yeah, both I dropped some shit, though. That. They both did yeah, drop, but, drop but pieces Jeezy, of work. But, but Gucci had to do that. He he didn't have that shit planned <laughs> before, right, yeah. before the battle was made. <laughs> yeah, like, he ain't planning on putting a, 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 a compilation of the classic songs yeah, together. Right, like, so I think that was a ploy. And if people that said, like, yo, why he bringing up this old shit, Gucci's, I mean, uh, Jeezy's single that he put out, I think it was called Therapy for My Soul, he was addressing the Freddie Gibbs situation. And we done heard about that shit years mm. ago. Yeah. yeah. So y'all can't come at Gucci for, for being on some old shit and Jeezy's still bringing up this situation that both of them gentlemen had already moved on and really went their separate ways. And Freddie Gibbs and had his he has his own career going. Jeezy got his own career going, and he but he's still talking about that shit. True. I and mean, it's the same way with Megan and Tori, bro. Yeah, you know. You, I heard. I heard before we get into that. I heard Jeezy's album. You know, I wouldn't really compare it to the first recession because I kind of think that the energy towards that one was different. I think this is a more mature Jeezy. This is a real more mature, mature Jeezy. Jeezy. Wasn't a lot of struggle bars. I think he made a lot of money during the pandemic, and you heard that. It's probably the wackest Jeezy album I heard. I ain't gonna lie, to you. <laughs> but that's but that's because you used to that's because you used to that you used to that real gutter. I'm, I'm used thing. to the real, he, but he talking shit that's relevant to him yeah. now. Like he not still talking shit in his past, but I get that. But still, might have been the wackest Jeezy album I ever heard, bro. Damn. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey man, it's the growth. It's the growth. Man. I get it. I hundred percent get it. But. We talk about a street nigga though. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? Like, come yeah. on, man. It's for the streets. Then I fucked with that as an album for the commercial wise. But we talking about a real Jeezy album. Yeah, he talking about shit that's relevant to him now. But it was probably his wack as wackest album though. 
Yeah. And I don't know if y'all disagree. And I'm a Jeezy fan. Jeezy's nah, probably one of my Jeezy favorite fan. artists. You've been a Jeezy fan. And I'm, I'm Jeezy from, from fucking, I was middle school, elementary school listening to Jeezy, nigga. Yeah, I feel <laughs> the same, though. I'm going to keep the... it a bean, bro. I ain't never listened to a full Jeezy album <laughs> in my life, bro. That, that's just got to be a twist. And that, that don't, it don't make you more or less of a person. That's just not your, that's not your flavor. For me, like, like I said, I, I wasn't going in comparing it to the recession because listening to the recession, it was a whole different it's time. Different time. Like, different even struggle. the bars he was saying, like you felt that shit. You know what I'm saying, like yeah. even now, I was listening to that shit this year when the pandemic first hit. I was mm-hmm. listening to the recession because I felt like that shit. But hearing this, like you said, it wasn't. I can't say it's whack because I could see the progression. He's not trying to give a struggle. Shit. He's trying to give you the mindset to be on being as though we in the situation that we in now. So That's a fact. Think I respected about- that, but to call it the recession too. That's why you gotta <laughs> say like that shit is not it. It's not bro, it. Think about <laughs> all the people that call Jay Z's four forty four whack, bro. Like, yeah, it's just that shit wasn't whack though. It that wasn't whack though. Dope. It wasn't though. But <laughs> he a got lot of flat a lot it. of people did not fuck with yeah, that album, didn't. bro. They a didn't. lot of people did not fuck with that at all. They didn't. So Meg Meg also dropped. I listened to Meg's album uh, the morning it came out. I listened to the whole shit. Um, what you think? Production was good. Uh, it was a couple songs that sounded repetitive. I'm about to say, do you, did you hear variation? All her shit sounded the same. It was, it was a couple Yo. songs that sounded re- repetitive. She had a song with the baby that was kind of different. Her and the baby don't miss at all. Yeah, no, they, they always got a good. banger. But they both always push out songs that sound the same. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm say this real quick before you finish that thought. I'm I know y'all gonna be pissed off that I said this, but I feel like ever since that whole. Shot in the foot thing happened, bro. Her music been kind of on the decline. Ooh, <laughs> well, she ain't really put out. She, she she's been dropping. She's been like, dropping. She popped not that, her, not her, that song, her own um, self though. Her, no, yeah, she, nah, she, she shit, dropped though, that right. uh, pop that cat joint with Young Thug, whatever. That that okay. joint did never, not. Okay. That joint did not make. It did See, not do its numbers. Song, like, then this was, this body yachty joint. That shit is already annoying, and I've, I only heard it <laughs> twice. When I was listening to the song though, I mean the album. Those last three songs that like was like the extras, like the Savage remix, the girl, girls in the hood, and the, uh, that other the song girls you just named. Those three songs I didn't listen to because I already heard the other two. I never heard the song with Thug, so I can't really give a, an opinion on that. But the album, I, I fucked with it. I fucked with it, being as though that was like technically her debut, and I seen like she was still trying to stay in the realms of what she used to doing. Yeah. And she kind of stepped out on a couple songs where I was like, oh, all right, I see she's trying to branch out. The only song that I didn't really fuck with, um, well, I didn't fuck with the song, the outside song. I think that was produced by Juicy J. But the intro, the Shots Fire drum with uh, the sample off the Biggie beat, she was talking about the situation. I didn't really fuck with that just off the strength of, you can't really, you can't really tap on, tap into too many beats and like, not be coming with that shit like yeah, you gotta she, be rapping. She didn't. She didn't come hard on that, John. Man, and this I, is not to come, not to cut you off. This is not to come at her as a female. It's no, just, no, 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 not at all. Yeah. Not a, listen, I love Meg The Stallion. Yeah, I just think the industry is milking the fuck out of her right now. She need time to like rest. She need time to regroup and hop back in her old bag. Right now, she just pushing shit out. And you saying you saying milking her based off of like the situation her and Tori. 
Not even a situation. Not even a situation with her. Sorry, I'm just like music wise. Like, oh, remember that pussy music. It, yeah, like it, pussy it, it, music. Remember, it got to a point where even with Nicki Minaj, all her songs was like she was saying the same shit every song. Yeah, right. All these bitches is my sons. How many times you gonna tell us that? Right. You know, Meek Mills, Rolling on My Wrist, every right. fucking song. Like, nah, right. she needed a point where she could step back, regroup, and then come back out with some heat, man. Like right, right. now, they like song, song, yeah, song, like they they kind of forcing song. her to keep putting but music the, out there. That's, song, a, that's song. our part. As, as consumers, because our retention time, like we want all this music, we want music yeah, but every you week. Killing, like, from you our killing favorite. the artist. Yeah, that's that's real gotta, shit though, because even after the situation the happened, like she didn't really have that that whole downplay time. She, she went public WAP. about it. Like she dropped not. WAP a week later. Yeah, bro, she got shot and dropped WAP. <laughs> yeah, what type of shit is that? Like, and WAP wasn't even her song that she was promoting the heavy. Right. So like, they just need to give her like a few months to just like resting and come back with some heat, man. Yeah, she didn't really uh, address too much with that that intro song, and quite she frankly, it's I'm open just, case. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm tired of hearing about this from both of them. Like, yeah. I just I just want like let the courts handle shit. And did I, she come at Tory though? Like disrespecting him, calling out his name or anything like that? She was calling like, like little boy and shit. Like and saying, <laughs> little like, boy, yeah, like just saying, <laughs> she big as hell though. I was just gonna make a little boy. <laughs> it's like nah. <laughs> she's she, <my laughs> she, she Tyler height, but so. Tory like what? Motherfucking well, five so, one, Tory like five six, five seven, bro. <laughs> I guess five one. I mean, but nah, I, and, and the thing is, if if it's an open case and y'all both can't say what really the fuck happened, just leave it alone. Like right now, y'all dancing around what really the fuck happened. Like y'all saying y'all saying shit that's kind of correlating, but it's not, and it's leaving holes in y'all story. I mean, well, Tory and, done said everything that he could possibly say. Yeah, without he let it all out. Himself. Yeah, yeah, like that album. And you know, like that's the thing though. It's like. Everybody's still like, yo, so what really the fuck happened? And of they're course. not they're not gonna say what really happened. And I don't really and care like, to hear from them. That's why I said I don't care to hear any more verses. I don't wanna hear no more album cuts. I don't wanna hear any more Instagram lives. I don't wanna hear none of that shit no more. Like, let's just handle that shit in the court and we'll just move about it from there. Like, cause all this yo, I'm he did this, yo. <laughs> She, yo, she did this. Yo, I don't want her to be lying on me. Oh, she, he, she lying. He lying. Like, yeah, nah. That's on. just just stirring people to just. All right, well, what happened? Like, yeah, because that's that's gonna cause both y'all to get fucking canceled. Yeah, man. Like, but you know, love y'all, ladies and gentlemen out there. You know, of course, of thank course. Thank y'all for tuning in. Stay sexy. You know, appreciate my boy. Ain't for me. Chef Brown coming through and shit. You know, I had Definitely. to. I, my nigga got hungry just from you being here and shit. <laughs> Yo, I had yeah, to come back, man. Promote yourself, Tyler. I had to, tell, I had to tell the show people, love, man. tell the people, man, what you got going on right now. Um, most of y'all, you know, most of y'all new listeners that don't know who I am, um, Chef Lord Watts. Follow me on Instagram at Lord underscore Watts. Um, Spell that out. W A T T S. You know. I'm doing a lot of private dinners, a lot of um, catering, stuff like that. You know, it is quarantine season. So if you got a private little thing you want to do for, you know, yourself, a birthday, for a loved one, you know, contact me, man. Let's what, area, what area are you working in? Um, I'm, I'm in the tri-state area, man. I work, I'm working out of New York City, Philly, Jersey. I, I'll Honestly, I'm traveling right now. I'll come to wherever you at for real. Like, you know. If the price is right. Yeah, if the price is right, I'm pulling up on you. Like, you gonna see that blue Honda outside your crib, so <laughs> yeah, man. You hit me up. I'll pull up, cook for you, do my thing. But um, yeah, man. Shout out to all the new listeners. Shout out to all the old listeners. You know it was good.
talking to y'all again. Yeah, this was a good vibe, man. Just thank y'all brothers for coming through. This was a, a, a good episode, man. Definitely. Again. Any last words for you, Chris? What you what you got? Ain't shit, man. It's no apology. You already know. Say that then, man. This is No Apology, the podcast. And we'll, we'll see y'all again next week. Slide that neck. <laughs>